Hello, welcome to this week's Wolves Bankcast. David Evans here on the podcast this week. We've got Richard Hobbs. Hello, everyone. Richard, looking around. Who's going to go to first? Yeah, Who's going to go to first? He's either going to go left or right. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, to have another drink there. Yeah. Yeah. One day I'll surprise us and go straight down the middle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got Roy Hoops Hello. as well with us. And for the third week running, hat trick. Wow. Hat trick appearance. Hat-trick. Um, left Adam, foot, right foot. <laughs> Adam Price. Hello. Um, I'm wondering, when was the last time that actually happened that we had someone consistently? Apart from myself. I think I did it. Consistently. You might have done it. You must have done it, yeah. You must be the last person. Didn't Graham do it at the start of this season? I can't remember. I think, I think so. Yeah, yeah. 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 So what you're saying is I've joined an elite club yeah. Yeah. with the Jamie Vardy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a very unique club. <laughs> you joined the upper echelons of the podcast. They meet, they, meet, they meet every Thursday for a, uh, a 20-year whiskey and read uh, the Is Financial they, Times. Do they have a stone cutter style handshake? For this yeah. yeah. Club. You'll if receive I your, do this... You'll receive your ring in the post. Yeah. <laughs> On the podcast this week, we're going to talk about uh, the game against Burnley. Well, there's probably not much to talk about, in all honesty. Talk about the return of a fancast favourite... Um, and we'll go into transfer speculation. Now, on the last couple of weeks of the podcast, I've been saying, please email in, because it is like getting a letter like when you were a kid. It's very rare. Um, and we had emails in their droves, and then by droves, I mean two. <laughs> uh, so we're going to read out some snippets from the uh, last couple of emails, uh, which hopefully will be a regular feature. Or like, postcards. Does anybody send postcards anymore for competitions? You know, some Probably so, I would have to give out yeah. my address. Ah, <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> P.O. Box. Yeah. <laughs> well, wouldn't you get a kick if you put like fancast head office and then the postman delivers it? Because that would be quite enjoyable, that one. Fancast HQ. That's where we find out if um, the postman's like a fancast ah, yes. himself. It's like, oh, I oh, found yeah, it. Yeah, I found it. Yeah. They're in fancast terrors. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we do need some theme music for that if it gets become mm. a popular feature. So I'll let Regan decide the, the theme yeah. music. He's usually our theme. Um, Maestro, first email. It was a very nice email from a, a James Wilson out the blue um, who lives in California in the good old US of A. Um, I'm just going to read some snippets from the email. I, I read it on a Thursday morning yeah. for work and it set me for the rest of the day. Uplifted your mood. Same. It did. <laughs> do you ever know that you're my hero? Um, so... So thank you very much, James, for, for emailing in. Um, he mm. says he's a... Uh, he, well, he starts off by saying, um, you probably have no idea what it's like being a Wolves fan in America. Everyone else around me is a City, Chelsea, United or Arsenal fan. Basically, a bunch of bandwagon fans. Uh, being a Wolves fan is hard, especially since we have been poor in the last few years. He's got no connection to the city of Wolverhampton. No one in his family likes Wolves. Um, so there's actually no real reason why he should like a team like Wolves, as Americans seem to like the best teams. Uh, he started actually liking Wolves when they got relegated from the Premier League. It's an oh, interesting time to decide uh, which to choose a team. And he somehow made it through the next relegation and relegations for, for that. Um, and he goes on and talks about how he, he really likes the podcast. So, you know, thank you very much. And, and the club. It was when we equalised against Ipswich late last year I actually threw out both of my show shoulders in celebration. So thank you, Mr. James. Thank, thank you, thank yeah. you, James. Brian right, we're going to just briefly go on to the email from a regular fan cast listener from all the way in Melbourne, Australia. It's a really far, mm. far, far, far reaching, aren't they? Proper polar opposites <laughs> of these emails. <laughs> it's one of our um, fan cast regular listeners um, from Monthly Furball. Now, I don't wow. think you two gentlemen were here for this last season. 
We had an email, two emails last season. Did you but, think it was spam? Or, or yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking me absolute piss. If you remember Munchie Furball for last season, he was a gentleman who emailed in initially saying that when he listens in the car, he likes to play a game called the I Think Game, or the I Think Game, where he counts up the amount of times that we all say I think. Okay. So on the podcast, we read it out in question. Hang on a second. If he's driving his car, how does he make a note of all these I thinks? And then he made a story about how he goes home, listens to the podcast again, but he sets up five bins with each of our faces on each bin with a basketball hoop. Every time one of us says I think, his son grabs a koala and dunks it into the appropriate bin. Okay. It was one of the best emails I've ever had, let's just say. Um, so he's emailed in this week saying that, you know, I heard you cry. So... <laughs> So I thought I'd email in, um, and he goes on to say that following on Baron's impressive debut on the fancast from two or three years ago, um, I do feel like I should listen when he says that if we go one down by half time, we should all go get our coats, which I was slightly hoping for last week. Mm. In a we weird actually, way, we would actually concede and just see a mass uplift of people leaving. Um, so he says, but instead, let me actually see him and raise him on a rather defeated suggestion, and instead recommend that if we will go one down. Instead of just buzzing off to the pub, maybe we should just use that apparently point in the second half of the game to go all experimental and try something new. Um, so he, rather than just perhaps the 1920s commentary we talked about last week, he says, why stop there? Why not just work our, our, our way all through the alphabet and make 26 changes over 45 minutes? So every minute, Kenny could blow a whistle on the touchline and seamlessly segue from A, B, then C and D and so off and all the way through to Z. This would have an advantage of confusing pretty much any team you'd care to name. Uh, plus, it would also con- <laughs> <laughs> plus it also contribute to an overall knowledge of the game. Plus, it would also do something useful in those otherwise wait- otherwise wasted post one goal down forty five minutes when everyone else is heading to the car park. Um, and that's really it. So uh, yeah, mostly furball. Uh, thank you for your email. Please keep sending them in. If you've got a Amusing anecdote, story, about anything to do with walls through your life, watching them, or to anything you've heard, email us in and we'll read it out on the new feature, which is yet to be titled, uh, wallsfootballfancast at gmail.com. Good. Good start to the email thing. I, mean, I like it already. Mm. I mean, you had, you had me in Winchley Furball, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, let's go to... <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back yeah, I'm on sure that sentence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's just sitting at home going, about your first day. <laughs> he doesn't realise. <laughs> um, right, let's go on to transfer speculation then. Uh, today on Wednesday, um, suggesting that Van Lepara might be off to struggling Bolton on loan. Um it seems to be all coming to an end for Van Lepera, doesn't it? He had a great start the last season when he came, and now just gone off the radar completely. I think um, a lot of people had his critics last year, but I think as we've discussed on the podcast before, he didn't he finish our high, second highest assists yeah. last year. So there's obviously something about him, but and this gets said a lot about him, and I don't know how long you can keep saying this about a player, but people say there's a player in there somewhere, and they think, well, how long until this player comes out? You know, and then... Um, I think I, I I wouldn't be sad to see him go. To be fair, mm. I think we've got other options now, and I don't think he'd ever impose himself on games. His, his head drops too easily. If, you know, I'm, I'm not his, I'm not his biggest fan, so I would I'd be quite happy to see him go out and get some games and maybe pick up his form before potentially coming back and mm. showing us what he can actually do. Yeah, I think with Sacco leaving, we were I was. Kind of crossed my fingers that someone like him, who almost had the flair, 
but lacked the substance or the end product like Sacco. I was really hoping he'd step up to the plate this season. And he really didn't sort of kick on anywhere in pre-season. He didn't feature that much. Mm. And, I mean, it was quite telling in one of the Cup games when he played Doherty at right mid, mm. ahead of Van the Power. Yeah. It's like, you're doing something wrong if a right-back's getting ahead of you um, in your main position. And he really just hasn't taken this op- the opportunity he had to be Wolves' sort of creator-in-chief, you know, Grass. And strangely enough, he did have those two games where he got back in the starting line, didn't he? I think Preston yeah. away, mm-hmm. he started. and wasn't, He started one at home quite recently as well. That was it, yeah, it? and we were questioning why Byrne wasn't playing and Van Le yeah. would get another game again and then obviously it's not worked out and he's I th- again. I think it, with, with Jacket as well, he doesn't give players too many chances. To, I mean, he's infamously been the tinker man this year and we could probably go into a bit of detail. In the championship the tinker man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think... He's changed his thing so often. I think for Van Pora to get a run of games and a run of chances, I think that's it for him now. I think last year he had good hearts, but then Henry would come on, and Henry's such mm. more of a better footballer. And I've seen Van Van Pora a couple of times this year when he's come back into the side, and he just doesn't look like he's got a player with confidence. He doesn't mm. seem to take players on. Yes, his crossing ability was good, and as you mentioned, when he first came in, I remember his, his first game at home against Norwich and crossed for Edwards and he looked an exciting player but he's never really pushed on he doesn't look particularly strong on the ball and we haven't seen his pace that often either so you do wonder what he offers because as a footballer he doesn't have as much ability I think that that Henry has and as you say it was an opportunity for him to step up and I think he's wasted it actually Hmm. Uh, I don't know how long he's left on his contract at all has he got another year after this year I think oh I don't know I wouldn't be surprised if he's got his his contract ends in the summer so this is really his last chance saloon then if uh, if he does go to Bolton and play well uh, and it's going to be difficult for him because they're just really really playing but, poorly yeah. on their Bolton so it, it might be a breath of fresh air to them but I think for us I, I, I can't help but think that um, he's on the way and let's not forget that he was apparently all packed and ready to go to Leeds wasn't he well yeah, yeah. I mean Jacket <laughs> did they have his suit he's going to send a postcard back <laughs> yeah. to <laughs> Yeah, I mean... Dearest fancast. Yeah. Leeds is okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said Jacket did try and get rid of him in the summer almost. Mm. And it is odd how the start of last season, he was such a, a, a fresh breath of air. He was highly rated. We all thought, wow, we've got a perfect compliment to Sacco here. Mm. Perhaps even a replacement down the line. Got excited just by the name. Yes, yeah, yeah. mm. It's like when you're a kid and you play football manager, you purposely go by foreign players because yeah. it's, it's the instinctive thing to do foreign equals good well yeah. that's it when, when, when any club of boys play now if they're from abroad you instantly think that they are going to be good but it's if you right. buy a guy an, you know, an English person or someone from Britain you, unless they're young you, you're a bit like well what's going on but apparently every time we buy a foreign player they are automatically good it's true. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's I, I'm, I'm thinking back to like Robert Neistroy, and so I think he's probably going to be filed in that sort of category. You know, Dutch German winger. You're automatically excited. Um, Filing under Jens Duvey. Oh yeah, yeah. I bet you when we bought Thomas Frankowski, people and she thought, mm. "I'm really excited by this." Oh, was a missing piece of yeah. jigsaw. So. I, I, genu- mm. I genuinely was. The world's greatest Dutchman. Could be leaving our shores. <laughs> All right, let's talk about... Shores to Bolton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take the canal. <laughs> yeah. 
wonder if there is a canal route to Bolton. I wonder if that's possible. Mm. Is there canals in Bolton? Sounds very, mm. That sounds very Alan Partridge. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all talk about the pedestrianisation of Bolton. Yeah. City. Next mm. podcast, we'll go on a canal <laughs> and record it all whilst we're trying to get to Bolton. <laughs> it's like a Top Gear challenge. We have to get off and I see one can take a canal, one can take the M6. And someone else who gets there first, everyone can go on like a bike or something. Van Lepar has got his suitcase next to him, like <laughs> yeah. in bed, packed all the way to Van. <laughs> but they would have put a train on for him now. Who, who gets there first, Van Lepar or Fancast? <laughs> <laughs> if Fancast get there first, he's actually sold to Bolton. If he gets there first, team. he only uh, gets a loan and he can come back <laughs> as the first team. Yeah. Right, we're going to talk about. Um, a monumentous occasion on Monday night. Um, it's been a tear to my eye, just just, just even trying to bring the words out. We waited 688 days, <laughs> two hours and 43 minutes, but finally the Icelandic prince, Bjorn Sigurdarsson, <laughs> made his return to Wolves action on Monday night from the under-21s. Um, it was only about 20 minutes, but it was believed that that was really was all, all only going to get anyway. Um, Siggy's back, gentlemen. Rejoice! I, I just, do, you, do, you, do you want to take oh. this whole section? I I put a parade on. <laughs> we do yeah. a secondary podcast, just a Sigurdsson special, where yeah, you know, basically, so you... I'm going to invite people who have met Siggy, delivered his post, his neighbours, his neighbours, um, people who have favoured his tweets, people who really know this man. Now that he's back in Wolverhampton, can we start doing Siggy Sainsbury's watch again? Even, though, even if I don't technically work for anyone, yes, I think we, we still can. want to start the Siggy watch again. Well, anyone, if you do yeah. genuinely spot Siggy, picture proof as well. Yeah. Um, hashtag Siggy watch has to be done. I like the idea of your uh, your timeline, similar to the Cardiff timeline that was there so many days, so many minutes until yeah. the top flight. That you, you get to the next Wolves game and it's like <laughs> yeah. the, count, the countdown, the clock's ticking over. So a, or like that was, Arsenal one where yeah, there's another Arsenal one. About how many days has it been since Arsenal won the title? Yeah. We'll start our own on the website. Siggy how clock. many days since Siggy's played for Wolves? <laughs> yeah. <first team>? Yeah. <laughs> um, so only made twenty minutes appearance, not much, but we. You know, there are a majority of people on the fan cast genuinely like him as a player and think he could um, make it a difference to the first team. The realistic though, approach sent to him is summer because I, I think his contract of it now actually ends next summer. His contract is actually up in this this summer. Four year deal. See, isn't it mad though? It's... Four year deal. <laughs> I mean, I like Ziggy, but why did we give him a four year deal? That's a roll of the dice, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? That, uh, but re- I, you know, I go on about so much, but realistically. I, I do think that it's not going to happen, is it really? A tear will come to my eye, but... There's the there's the romanticism of it, yeah. and then there's the realism, which I think probably... Follow your heart, Dave. <laughs> Siggy! <laughs> he will again have his bags packed, I think, come <laughs> summer, and he'll be sending us a postcard from back in Scandinavia when he's when he's back there. I think that's probably the Unless he somehow manages to get to full fitness, we have a couple of injuries, or even... Let's see what we're in November now. So he might be fit, fully fit for January. Mm. So let's say he plays in the cup game and he scores and he somehow kind of magically finds some form mm. and gets Jacket's trust more than anything, I guess. I think it's going to take an injury, isn't way. it? It's going yeah. to take an injury <laughs> to perhaps someone like Lafondra. Let's not say injury to but, a phobie because no, that's no. we'll all panic. But someone like Lafondra to be, become injured, I think is perhaps his only way... Yeah, yeah it, that's yeah. the only way I can see it because we do almost have enough strikers now. Mm. 
I'd prefer a fit Bjorn Sigurdsson than a fit Grant Holt. But, Agreed. Um, <laughs> thing is, we got we got to wait for fit Sigurdsson. So <laughs> yeah. that's that, that's the big issue, and that's mm. probably what's played more of his time at Modern Youth than anything else the last couple of years. What happened? His his Instagram picture is him in a wall shirt. Again, because it, it, it wasn't that for a while. No, mm. and. We could see Dave started to get a bit worried. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. That's not going to happen. <laughs> no. That's not going to happen. Calm yourself down, man. Because <laughs> it was even before he... Because he doesn't tweet that often. But he did tweet, say, back in training, guys. It was like, yes. But it was before that he he moved his phone. I think we're putting a bit too much emphasis on his uh, Instagram photo We're not. Here. We're not. <laughs> it, it's a true <laughs> reflection <laughs> of his life. Yeah. Do you know what he should have done? He should have been there. When, when he, if he does start playing again, he should do what Bobby Zamora did, you know, when he re-signed for Brighton. And the, back. And the Brighton fans got a camera and he <laughs> went from his feet and, and panned upwards and he just went, I'm back. Oh, <laughs> that would be I so think good. you should do that. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> we'll chat to that Mary. <laughs> see what we can do. That, that would be so good. Yeah. <laughs> I can't um, imagine any other way of doing it. <laughs> but then, as he says it, he winks to camera. Okay. Mm. <laughs> little cheekiness melts all the girls' hearts. <laughs> <Icelandic cheekiness. laughs> I don't think it's just for girls' hearts, Dave. Let's be honest. So Bjorsa Gadas is back. We obviously hope that he does make a return to the first team, but you never know. So on Saturday, Wolves drew nil-nil at Molyneux with high-flying flying Burnley. Um, and it was, and that was really it. To be honest, it was a, it was a nil nil draw. <laughs> Nothing yeah. much happened. It was a, a, a much improved and committed performance by, uh, by Wolves. That's the team we support, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Wolves. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, at the weekend, um, where both teams really cancelled each other out. General thoughts on the game, people, because as I said before. Nothing much really happened, did it? There's no many shots on target or shots on goal, and Wolves perhaps later on could have won the game, but it just ended as a respectable draw. The game was definitely played in the middle third of the pitch. I mean, well, I thought the defence did really well, and to be fair, they have done. I mean, since Mike Williamson arrived, I mean, that's two clean sheets and one goal conceded Mm. in three games. I think they did a really good job of marshalling both. Folks and especially Gray, um, and they get. I mean, he had a sort of one or two half chances at the start of the game, mm. and then had nothing. The problem was though, was the Burnley defenders did exactly the same on a phobie, mm. yeah. and <laughs> at that point it was just sort of a midfield, sort of just trying to get any form of territory. Well, Andre Gray had a shot after thirty seconds, mm. and then had another shot within two minutes, and I just thought, oh my god, yeah, mm, this I is going to happen. Of, I think a lot of people would think at that point. I, so I certainly was. I think mm. Arfield, Arfield, Arfield mm. had a shot, and yeah. then two from Gray, and I thought, oh, here we go, and we're going to be in for a bit of a mm. bit of a rough ride here. But then you certainly, like I say, after that, it just, just settled, just down, kind of stopped, yeah. and it just kind of a midfield quagmire. Um, I can't remember. A Excellent s- word, by the way. Mm. Midfield family guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, anyway, let's go get serious. It's Burnley. Yeah. Come on, let's get serious. <laughs> but uh, yeah, after that, I can't remember. I can't remember having many shots that half. I think mm. I had that one. I don't know if it was a. As a cross or a shot, the one I think Bart played. The it was quite, yeah. Through. I think he was just trying the acute angle one. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. I think it was probably a shot, knowing a phobie, but it was typical. If it was Sacco-esque, yeah. it would have been a shot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
I just thought it was a typical Wolves performance after a, a bad result at, at Bristol City and kind of like there was you know tension around the club in terms of the the away fans were getting it jacket what will the response be and it kind of didn't really tell us anything mm. it didn't you know I was I was arriving at the ground thinking well actually if things don't go well today although it's Burnley I think it won 9 in 12 mm. it could get quite tense and then if we win maybe that covers up over the cracks so it was like well actually it's not really telling us anything mm. um so it was it was uneventful but as you say I think the the positives you take from it is certainly the the defence uh, and Williamson, you know, with that other than that one goal, and actually we haven't had too many chances against us. I didn't go to the Bristol game, so I'm solely reliant on reports. But I believe that we didn't really have too much mm. um, threat from from them, and we didn't rip particularly the week the weekend. And obviously at, at Blues, it was non-existent. So um, I think Williamson was my yeah. man of the match. I think like mm. like you say, Richie, since, since he's come in. Um, We've looked tenfold better at the back, yeah. and that's just guys have what a bit of experience mm. brings to the to the team. Bart's I think benefit benefited from it as well, mm. and I think probably uh, the full backs have as well. Just because you can see he's always talking. Um, we were very defensively solid against mm. Burnley, um, so yeah, I'd be looking to uh, get his loan extended. If uh, if I was Mister Jacket, we talk about man of the match. I don't know who the corporate man of the match was, but gentlemen. Who was the workings man, man of the match on Saturday? <laughs> Who did you doth your cap to at the weekend? Get the rattle out and go, I liked your performance <laughs> in a rattling fashion. Like I say, well, mine was rattling to the tune of Mike Williamson. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I'll, I'll, that's my choice. I'll go with that one. Right, working man to man of the match? Yeah, I would go. Yeah, I'll go Williamson. Yeah. Mm. Just, just to mix it up, I think I've got to pick something different. Haven't I? I thought McDonald had quite a strong game mm-hmm. in the middle of the park. Um, I know it was kind of all in the midfield anyway, but I thought he did put in a particularly good display against his former club. You can't really give a creative player working man's man of the match because it seems to go against the pure ethos of being a working man's, you know, <laughs> these fancy dams, you know. It's just going to be a centre half. But it's going to be David Woods every week. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's a man's I'm going to yeah. wear a flat cap next game just so I can yeah. doff it at the yeah. Yeah. I'll see if I can get more of a rattles in for the ground. There's the TV camera pants. Oh, there's Adam. He's he's doffing his cap. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? It's William Sir. The person who's won it is embroiled in the cap, so when you, you put it down, so you can I must see. Almost present it, it yeah. Yeah. at the closing ceremony of the game. <laughs> the official, like, rather than an official picture, it's like, like done on a phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they give them. So rather than like a bottle of champagne, do you give them a, a four pack of Carling? Is that what? Or like uh, you know, own, own brand? Own brand? Own brand? Beer? It's gotta be some stout or bitter, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. White lightning, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a youth team player, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um someone who I thought had a good game, um, and showed the skills, especially in the second half, yeah. was James Henry. Mm, best yes. hair in the world. Has <laughs> one seen the video of his two little bits of skill yeah. on the wings? Um, Him and I yeah. author have got a good relationship on the pitch, haven't they? Yeah, yeah he's, he's he's dropped a few tricks that's the last couple of games, yeah. isn't he, James Henry? I don't know, um He's got the swag. Yeah, he's got he's got the swag and the swagger. Um yeah, I mean it's some of the the quality's not always there with the crosses lately, what mm. I've found, but there were a couple of instances when I think um when they're attacking to the South Bank um and when I think didn't he, didn't he take out two players with, yeah, one with flick. a flick. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. So mm. yeah, he's um Again, he's consistently, I think, been 
consistent. One of the best players. Consistent yeah. being consistent and being <laughs> one of their best players of the season. Yeah. I don't know whether they've got to be in the top two. He's good, yeah. but he's got to be yeah. up there. Yeah. I mean, before sort of little drop in form a few weeks ago, he was definitely sort of our best performing player. Mm. Um, to be honest, I can't think of Son who throughout the season so far was played better. No. I can't think of a consistently no. good, no. good mm. performance or season. Because McDonald's bit was a bit hot and cold. Yeah. And he had that if nice bit of Price had played more games, yeah. Price mm. would be up there. Because I thought again Saturday, I thought mm. Price had a good game. Mm. And we've had more points as well. Mm. Another point to the, the tally. No price, price, no points. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's like the Perlo. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, something odd happened in the second half. Martinez got subbed off. Yeah. Carla Kimi got a great reception. Yeah. It was a. I found that a bit. I don't know. I wasn't expecting it. No. Were, were you? Because well, it wasn't obvious, was it? That no. something was wrong with Martinez. To, my, know, to, so, my, to me. Well, I, someone said they saw him sort of pull up before half time yeah. and sort of feeling his uh, leg. And at half time, Carla Kimi was walking up, um, warming up with um, Pat Mountain, the goalkeeping coach, and he was in his uh, goalkeeping shots and everything. And that's the first time he's done that since being benched. So I thought, well, he's must be something must be happening. Mm. And I thought he was going to come on at half time. And then came on about five ten minutes later. Mm. But I really wasn't expecting that bigger reaction from the South Bank. Mm. Um, well, it's this whole thing of yeah. should we be playing Martinez because he's going back to Arsenal next season? Why aren't we just playing Carla Kimi? And it again, throws off this whole yeah. thing about the loans this season, which is. Because to be honest, if we look out of Martinez, Akimi, and Kushak have been our goalkeepers in 2015, I'm hasten to bet that actually Akimi's been the worst one of those three. Ooh. In this calendar year, I'm going by. Because actually, I thought Kushak. Slide that in front of the South Bank, Rich. <laughs> See what reaction you get then. I'm in row AA. So I've got all in front of me or all behind me. <laughs> But seriously, I, I can yeah. see your point though. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think I'm not one to throw a controversial point, so you know, that's my one for 2015. <laughs> no, I, th- I thought the reaction was telling. No, you're right, and I think mm. there was more in the reaction just in in terms of Akimi coming on. It was, I don't know if in a, in, a, in a way it was kind of a message to Jacket to say, actually, we were doing all right when Akimi was in. Why change it? You know, I know Martinez has had some good games, and I know Akimi. Dropped a few bloopers at the start of the season, but I think there was more substance in that reaction. There was more heart in it to say, Ikemi kind of throws us back to the time last year where he was solid and he was dependable. Mm. And also, going back to your point there, Dave, you know, he's, he's ultimately going to be one of our own, and Martinez is, is, mm. is going to go back. So I think is it, people are going to take to him, and they've probably felt for him to say, well, He's actually been doing well. He's got his call up and then he's out of the side. And because he's been at the club so long, I think there's a real connection with him where a lone player, he's never really going to be our no. player. So we're never really going to mm. take him to, to our hearts. So I think the reaction was was strong. And also I think it, it, it kind of wasn't just about Akimi. It was perhaps saying, Jackie, why have you messed things around? You know, mm. Which is harsh on Mont- Martinez, but I think that's perhaps where the reaction was coming mm. from. I agree. Yeah, I think when he come on, it was it smacks of a bit of like you're he's, you're one of our own. Mm. Yeah, he come on, Martinez. Yeah, he'd, I think we, we 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 know that he's been playing well recently, mm. but there's, there's the overriding feeling that he's just passing through. Mm. He won't yeah. be next year. Um, so 
I know he's had a bit of shaky form, Carl, but I know that I think long term he's been a solid keeper for mm. us over the last two or three years. And as far as I'm aware, and, and again, if I haven't done my homework, there's not been much out to say why he was injured. No, I was just no. wondering that. Uh, no, unless it was just a knock and it's not it anything long term. Yeah, he might have just tweaked a muscle or something. And... Because what happens in the season long loan window in regards to injuries? Do they go back to the parent club or do they stay with the the club there at for the injury treatment. I think it depends, yeah. yeah, I think it depends on the medical facilities mm. at said club. I mean, I think he'd be probably more than fine if it was just a slight muscle injury and he's only going to be out for a week or mm. two. There's no real point in him going back because there's not a lot he can almost do about it long because it's only mm. it's such a short amount of time. If it was a major injury, he'd probably go back to Arsenal for it because he is their player at the yeah. end of the day. Um, it probably, I'm guessing it all sort of depends on the injury, and you know I think probably the clubs kind of do talk to each other about him. The medical staff sort of discuss the treatment best. So as the game went on, Wolves seemed to grow into it more, especially in the second half. I did get that feeling that perhaps we were more lucky for the team to score a goal and win it as the game went on than Burnley. Those two chances are Phoebe with his one that went wide, yeah. and Edwards the curler from outside the box, which would have been a beautiful goal mm. if it had gone in, but it wasn't meant to be, was it? I mean. Ojo got booked for diving again. I don't know if that's. Uh, is that the fourth time I, I believe? Think it's either this third season. or fourth. I mean, which throws it up of, of you know, is it a dive or is yeah. it something genuine? But he's because of previous incidents, he's getting a reputation. It, it's I, th- I think one. he's getting a bit of a reputation for. It. I know someone sort of did that. You know, did show some sort of still images about him clearly having contact. The Ojo thing is frustrating for me because I think Burns a good player. And again, he's our plan. We've signed him, but we're, we're persisting with Ojo. Mm. However, he has come on and he has co- scored a couple of goals I as think, well. I think our best bet at the moment is to want to start with Burn mm. because he seems to have done really well in that sort of first hour um, of games, and he's terrorised defences and really warmed them down. Mm. And actually, Ojo is only good for twenty minutes. It feels like mm. um, impact. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's a, he seems to be a decent impact sub at the moment. <clears throat> it feels like he starts him. If he's had like a good twenty minutes, then realizes his mistake after mm. an hour, mm. plays Burn, then plays Burn the next week, who does well for an hour, then brings on Ojo because Burn mm. gets tired at this level, and that's kind of another thing that picked up on. And then Ojo does well and scores a goal, and it kind of just loops <laughs> all right around again. But again, surely he should think well, it's a straight choice, and he should, and it shouldn't be about mm. the last twenty minutes, or it should be an overall picture and say he's who I'm going to start with. And I, I think it's concerning that you're into November and he doesn't know which one he favours. Yeah, I think to be fair, though, we did that last was it last year. We did that with did with, that with Henry right? and Van Lepar, wasn't yes. it? Yes. To yeah. be fair, I think yeah. I was saying exactly the same thing about Henry and Van Lepar, <laughs> saying, "Oh well, they're only good for about an hour each because each of them has very good parts of their game and very poor parts of their game." And mm. Yeah, it's obvious that like they play them, they play the one for like say 60, 70 minutes until they've worn down the the full mm. back or he feels they've contributed all they can. Then. Van Apparel, well, the other one will come yeah. on and then do what they could do for the last 20 minutes. I think he's kind of doing the same, but I think generally I think Ojo had a very mm. poor game. Yeah. And the ex Wolves players for Burnley, not much of a reaction. Even Kitely, mm. and he didn't come Kitely on surprisingly. Got, yeah. He got a tiny bit of a boo, didn't he, Kitely? Yeah. But generally, for, they, they all got a, a, yeah, a, a pleasant more, reaction. More of a gentleman's applause. When yeah. 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 Votes got applauded off the pitch by yeah. the Iron fans as well, which was nice, and I think. Dave Jones, I think, just everyone sort of forgot he played for Wolves at that <laughs> point. 
But was Stephen Ward's substitution their version of Matt Doherty's yeah. 80th minute substitution? It was because then, well, it, it's the old sort of schoolboy thing about sort of running down the clock. So you take off a person who's the furthest distance away. Mm. So he took off their left back. So he had to walk all the way across and kill a bit of time, I think. How annoying. Have they wanted to bring on a strike for those last 10 minutes as well? Let's not forget, you know. Just in case there's a goal. <laughs> That's what I mean. It would have been so annoying if they'd put Stephen Ward up front. Oh, <laughs> and he'd that, scored. It was, I remember when he was the latter part when he was with us, more in the Premier League season. He did play. He, no. did, he went back. He went back up front for a, a small period of time. Liverpool away, wasn't yeah, it? Liverpool away. Yeah. Birmingham at home. I think even at West Brom at home when we won three yeah. one, mm-hmm. and he played really well. And then yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah. Back in defence, and like, mm. hang on a second, this <laughs> this guy can play up front. So what are we do? Uh, very good level as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah against some good defence. And to be reverted there. from a striker to a left back, mm. it's a bit of a way to go. It is yeah. a bit of a way to go. Yeah. Uh, so, gentlemen, all in all, nil nil against Burnley. I think you've got to say Burnley are going to be promotion contenders this season. Oh, definitely. With how we're going this season, at, even though it was at home, it's a good point. We didn't concede, and like you said, mm. Rich and Kenny said this week. We've conceded one goal in three games. Mm. Four points out of nine. It's on paper. It's you think that's you can look at it right. both ways. Yeah, yeah, win, guess, win one, but... lose one, draw one. And, yeah. you know, I think we're destined to be sort of mid-table this season, and that's very much mid-table form. I think if you switch the results round, it would have made it more acceptable. Like if you'd have lost to Burnley, it would have been acceptable. If you'd have beat Bristol City, that would have been expected. Yeah, and then a, a derby draw against Blues, you thought, yeah. mm, okay. Just the way it's, it's, it's just kind of yeah, it's just kind of different, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So just to quickly end on then, everybody, uh, I believe it's been sixteen games in, <coughs> unless I haven't checked the table correctly. Uh, Nineteen points were fourteenth, and we're kind of nearly about mid-November. Um, what do we think so far? Is this turn? Is this season? Just going to be the mid-table me- mediocrity. I mean, it just looks like it's just going to happen, isn't it? Yep. I think we, we have the year. Yeah. End That's this week for the song, Sam I'm sending you postcards in. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have the trappings of a, of just a mid-table team, which we currently find ourselves. I think you'll see us over the course of six-game periods of Win, win two, lose the rest. Take one step forward and then another step back. And I think that's just looking at the at the squad and then looking at how we're playing. I just, I think it's been it's been a while since we had a season where we've just petered out to mid table. We've always mm. been either trying to get promoted, getting promoted, or being relegated. So the way I look at it is this year, I demand a cup run. Yes, because <laughs> if we're going to be mid-table fodder, well, I demand a cup run. Well, every every <laughs> mid-table championship team always yeah. seems to have a good cup run, don't they? So well, surely it's our turn this year. There never seems of the last I don't know, let's let's say last ten years, there's never seems to have been the right time for a, a cup run. We've either been no. again trying to get promoted or trying to stop being relegated. So it's bit, we've jettisoned the cup at an early, very very early stage. So now, if we carry on the way we're going, let's have 16 games in, mired in 14th, let's get a bit of excitement and let's actually have a cup run, eh? In fairness, I would just be happy with a third round home tie to Arsenal, just to have some big team come to us mm. for the first time in a few years. We'd lose in typical 3-0 fashion. Oh, yeah. It will, it will be Middlesbrough we, at home, won't it? It's just, or Fulham away. Yeah. 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 It'll be one of those teams. Or Reading. Yeah. Uh, away. When's the last time we got a genuinely exciting FA Cup draw? I can't remember. That's, that's the sound of that's, um, 
thinking. Oh, An empty closet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we played. We lost three 0 to Man U about ten years ago. Going through the cobwebs. So um, just to see if there's any late. Because like you say, we always seem to draw someone away in our own league. Yeah. And I mean, you'd even take All a lower league team mm. away. That's a bit exciting, but. Yeah. You never seem to. Oh, we never seem to get the uh, the, the non-league team that's, that's oh, pushed no, this far. No. The last time like that was like Rochdale at home, wasn't it? In the year we got to the quarterfinals, yeah, we won three nil, three one, three one. Yeah, yeah it's very low score. Remember that much? Yeah. Because Grant Holt played for them that day. Did he? Wow. I think so. It was meant to be. That's when Wolves went. Oh, we'll have him. In ten years' time, I'll come well, back for you. But Grant, ten years yeah. in ten stone time, you're back here, son. <laughs> right. I've got a fixture list here so we're talking FA Cup um, I don't know whether this is even going to go far enough the fact that we've actually had a good team <laughs> no offence to uh, other footballing clubs out there because I'm sure you're listening uh, so the last time Wolves hang on don't mess up with my phone had a genuine FA Cup good match was God, I don't know. Just I think no, they're looking back to Newcastle, but that there's got to be some prior to that. We just had time. You, you're already probably listening, going, "It was this yeah. team. Yeah. Get to it. <laughs> we played yeah. Arsenal. Do you not remember?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the last time we had a genuinely good match, Rich is right. It was the 2005-2006 season. Ten years ago. Um, ten years ago. Yeah, ten ago. Years ago. Uh, Man United at home, yeah. a three-nil defeat. It was on telly as well, wasn't it? It was on BBC at least or ITV. I'll tell you worth that one. I think I only remember Man United at home. I imagine Elikobi scoring from Tissoufo. Yeah, yeah. In the Premier League. And the year before that in the FA Cup, yeah. we had Arsenal away in the fourth round, losing 2 0. I don't remember that. No? No. 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 <laughs> that happened. I can't remember. That, that did happen. That's um, actually happened. We've played them a few times in the FA Cup, Arsenal. This is FA Cup trivia here. <laughs> really padding time. Um, <laughs> the furthest Wolves have got to. Um, in the last since I'm going to say since 2000 the last 10 years what is the furthest Wolves have got I think sadly I've looked into this and I think that the furthest we've got is the fourth round I'm going to gamble and say fifth it was the fifth round who was it against it was this team get it it was Ipswich come on (laughs) I don't know I don't know at the tip of your tongue no it West was Ham no, no I was just it, it was Cardiff City um, when I believe a hustle was it Hassel was it Hasselbank and Fowler was it yeah uh, that oh, dream yeah. team yeah oh. when Dave Jones was just buying uh, players yeah. just oh, buying yeah. players anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I was there yeah, yeah. yeah. 16 yeah. it was an away tie we got to there and then we uh, got put out and then from that um, FA Cup 4th oh. round replay Palace away on ITV4. Mm. Was that the Butterfield oh, show? That, that was the Butterfield oh, show. Yeah. Majanji Boy's debut. Oh, yeah. Majanji Boy. Uh, <sighs> great times. And then um, we had, we literally, from that moment, ha- um, got to the fourth, no, hang on, that's the League Cup. Um, so the following year, we got to the fourth round, uh, lost at home to Stoke. Milias Mr. Pelty, I think I remember. Yeah, I remember that. Because he scored in the, was it against Doncaster? In the third yes. We drew two all, then we won five nil in the replay. Majanji Boy scored one of the greatest moments of my life. Um, I was a massive Majanji Boy fan. I genuinely believed there was potential there. No one believed me, and then he just went off. Um, and then one of the most boring games of all time. Uh, uh, 
Birmingham. away tie to Birmingham yeah. when yeah. we should have won it in the oh, last yeah. second with that, Fletcher we and Jarvis we went and we had we another Icelandic player in the field Edith Janssen and then we had the replay yeah. at Molyneux which was on ITV mm-hmm. and everyone was stupidly excited for it because it was on ITV and we lost 1-0 was it like did it go to extra time as well Right, I, I don't know. I don't think. I, I think I know it was normal time. I think a horribly boring. Game I just remember. I remember the. Uh, I think it was on Sky or something. And then like yeah. the the cameras panned to the crowd, and they had Robert Plant, who flew out especially from America, <laughs> to see this game. And I think he just had. He just <laughs> was not. He didn't know what it? to do. Yeah, and uh, he just. Wasn't quite a Jack Haywood from up moment. It wasn't like Rod Stewart was crying when Celtic beat Barcelona. <laughs> <Yes. Ryan. laughs> he was crying in a different way. <laughs> yeah. And then from that, we lost to Luton. Um, we saw Backen's last game. Oh, yeah. um, and then a first round exit, I can't believe I'm saying that to Oldham on penalties in League One. Mm. And then last season, somehow losing to Fulham at home in that replay with the snow oh, yeah. on penalties. Oh, yeah. We're nowhere near the FA Cup people. Well, that was a massive round. Well, it was I should just cup like this weekend. That's why we yeah. shoehorned it into this week's so show. Back, and... back to the league. Yeah. <laughs> Let's concentrate on the league then, shall we? Yeah. Well, we're I'm... no good at the FA Cup. Well, that, that's, so... it, that's it, isn't it, really? I mean, international break, yeah. we always do bad coming out of these breaks. We've got Ipswich away <laughs> coming up. Um, and then MK Don's at home after that, which will be a, a big game. Six-pointer, mm. they'll call it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Relegation six-pointer. Yeah. yeah. We've got a massive game this weekend, lads. We've got to win this. And it probably will be 10k at Molyneux against yeah. 10k. Yeah. 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 We do lose there. Next of all. So that's it. Oh. That's another mm. podcast done. Well done, everyone. <laughs> Good hustle. Thanks for bearing with us. <laughs> uh, so thanks for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking for a new website or web solution, check them out at operacreative.com. Twitter at WWFC Fancast, Facebook Wolves Fancast, uh, website WolvesFancast.com, and you can email us. We want this to be a regular feature mm. at WolvesFootballFancast at gmail.com. I like Roy's. Yeah. I've just thought of the um, potential jingle you could play when you have a post or mail in. Okay. You know, Anton Deck did, hey, Mr. Postman. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Get that on. So we're going to film the video of you doing that, doing the actions to it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what all the webcam set up in there. Yeah. No, you and a, an actual Wars player doing it together. But each week it's a different Wars player. I'll be up for that. Yeah. <laughs> would you Spe- would spend they... a morning at Compton? Come on, lads. I'm not here all day. Come on. <laughs> These are the actions. Come on, we'll do it in one take, guys. Come on. <laughs> Um, would they all wear postman costumes? Oh, we're going to... Football's done now. Would, <laughs> would you both wear postman costumes or just the Wolves player or just I would you? have to... Maybe I could double it up and have the postman hat. I could doff it to them. Maybe, yeah. maybe, or could you have some, some other matches? This would be Tap. terrible, but you could be Stefan Postman. Ooh. The Stefan Postman. And then you could bring him back <laughs> for a one-off special. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the that that really bad advert? It's like really bad animation for Madbid.com. In, anyone seen that advert? Oh yeah, because how did you get all this stuff? You could, yes. <laughs> you could be you could be the person in the house, and the postman could be the wall player <laughs> delivering the, and it could be a different wall player every week. And then when we run out of wall players, we can go to real obscure. So it could be the, the physio. <laughs> <laughs> it could be... The uh, bloke who sits next to me in the game. <laughs> my, my first person sings this with me be uh, Bright. Yeah. Bright can be the first player that sings this with me. <laughs> Why? Why have you just gone for him? Because he's someone with a bit of charisma. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you, you follow Bright on Instagram, he's always on those... Not not Segway. You know those... 
individual segways that haven't got a bar. They're just like a that's balancing balls. Yeah, yeah. recently. Yeah. What are they called? What's their official name? It's called self balancing balls. Very unimaginative title. Which are Find Bryce on Instagram. <laughs> Prince Baller Nine, I believe his name is. Well, I mean that's good because mine's Prince Baller Eight. So yeah. Every single picture is him on that. Boarding. So, <laughs> I wish he would warm up. Oh, I, don't want to I love it if he actually it. started a game for this season, and rather and when he when he comes on as a sub, he comes off the bench <laughs> yes. on that to the touchline and then gets off and puts it on the pitch. And he'd still be quicker than Daddy Bart. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's that's what we want to do then. Some kind of post bag kind of mm-hmm. Wolves tie in. We'll forget about this next podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no one will ever email no. me again. Have you noticed we've all come quiet because we've all just gone on Instagram. Emailing. <laughs> Dave's actually not wrong. He's on like it's not a hoverboard, is it? It's it's got wheels. That's it's the nearest that people could think of a hoverboard, isn't yeah. it? He's just in, he's in the as he's in Asda on there. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's the Asda in by the stadium as well. But you know what's good about that? Yeah, that looks he shops good. locally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he shops yeah, keeping real, keeping it real, <laughs> helping local, helping local businesses. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's all, right. That's where we're gonna leave it. Then send your emails in. Send wallsfootballfancast at gmail.com. We'll read the best ones out in the next podcast, which will be in a couple of weeks' time, looking at the games against Ipswich um, and MK Dons, depending on what the dates are. I'm not really sure. Uh, international break: England against Spain and France. What are the results going to be, Adam? Uh, a loss and a loss. <laughs> Loss and a loss, right? <laughs> Patriotism um, runs high with me. <laughs> let's go England or win both games. England both games, yeah. Rich. A draw and a 2-1 win. Ooh. I reckon a 1-1 draw and a 2-1 win. Maybe there's some other obscure international game we could predict on. That would be good. Like Mozambique and at home to for the next podcast. <laughs> yeah. Someone get um, yeah, live score. Let's get the live score because <laughs> they're the quickest. Which is probably not going to tell me what I want to know, is it? Oh, we'll call like him. He's been playing actually. I wonder if Nigeria. Yeah, is he actually yeah. called the Nigeria squad? We should know this, shouldn't we? I'm going for a Jamie Vardy goal. <laughs> Against Spain or France? Uh, the Spanish. They won't know what's hit them. <laughs> <laughs> Obscure match because we are really going over time, although we had yeah. no set limits. Right. Okay. I'd just like to kick people out of my house. <laughs> Fancast HQ should do. You're living here now. What? And that postal address is. I've got nowhere to live, Rich. I just, I just cuddle up under the table. And... Have you had to like European qualifiers or just any? Just any a random, random match. Yeah, Ukraine match. against Slovenia. Ukraine against Slovenia. That's okay. Quite it's a quite friendly game. It's a It's a playoff game. Um, hang on, it can't be a playoff game because oh, it's, it's, oh, it's quite, a playoff yeah, game. Sorry. Um, first leg, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going for a two-one Ukraine win. I think they're going to have a good old slobber knocker, and it's going to be a one-one draw. I reckon Ukraine, Slovenia, abandoned after 15 minutes. Whatever I say, that's not going to be as good as that. No. Um, two-nil Ukraine. Two-nil Ukraine. I guess Slovenia win then. I'm serious now. One-nil. That's where we're going to leave it um, on this podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, it's bye from Rich. Goodbye, everyone. Bye from Roy. Goodbye. Bye from Adam. Goodbye. Bye from me. See you next time. Bye.